Another episode of Airviz Aerial Media Podcast. Today we are just going to be briefly talking about uh, a subject that's probably touchy for some, especially if you're farming in Ontario, primarily southwestern Ontario, and the topic is corn vomitoxin levels. Um, so for those of you not aware, vomitoxin is a fungus-derived toxin uh, that's generally found in high-moisture corn. Um, it's you know been found in durum wheat, of course, lots. There was... Uh, an instance in 2016 that that was a large issue for um, farmers in Western Canada. Uh, thankfully, due to drier conditions this year, it, it, it didn't return, so it's not uh, as much of an issue there. But we're going to be talking about Ontario. Um, and then if you haven't heard about it already, um, we're going to be talking about the Ontario Soil and Crop Improvement Association and their um, cost-sharing initiative uh, and a joint venture with the federal government. Um, to sort of try and alleviate some of the pain to growers. Um, so we'll, we'll be talking about that. But basically, it was a disappointing harvest, 18 harvest, because of this, um, for those areas affected strictly because of this um, this issue. In summary, there was elevators rejecting loads, discount pricing being applied, fields being written off, which is just a nightmare to think about if you had a strong yield coming. Well, actually, I mean, if you, even if you had a me- mediocre year coming, it's pretty negative to think about. Um, I mean, there's lots of corn in southwestern Ontario that could have easily been 230 bushel. Some people even saving higher. Um, but anyway, that's a lot of value to be able to just sort of have to get rid of and, and write off. So that's too bad. But this is not a brand new thing, um, not to Ontario corn growers and not to Western Canadian farmers, as I was explaining either. Um, as mentioned, they had a 2016 issue that w- that had a lot of vomitoxin present um, in the Durham wheat. Um, but in both situations, the problem is compounded by high moisture levels. So it's at about 19 to 20% that, that this really thrives and, and grows. And that's whether it's stored in the bin or whether it is still standing in the field. Um, and when you think about your total cost to grow your crop, whether you even, you know, sprayed a fungicide that wasn't ProLine or Karamba, because I understand those are pretty much the only two that cover this um, in terms of prevention, that's a lot of dollars that you've spent. So when you dry it, you store it in the bin, and then to be told it's not marketable, that's less than ideal, I'd say. Um, so I think that this joint venture I'm going to talk about here isn't going to totally mitigate the issues, but it's going to hopefully ease a bit of the pain. So basically what it is, is OSCIA, which is Ontario Soil and Crop Improvement Association, um, and I'm reading a quote, says a new Dawn testing cost sharing initiative will help producers strategically market their grain. And what it is, is it's targeted under the federal government um, in a Canadian agriculture partnership. It's a five-year, $3 billion joint investment, um, and it's going to be used to help producers with three things, basically. Uh, testing, so whether you're going to a lab or an elevator to do, th- to do that. Um, it's going to help you purchase kits for your own testing, and then also purchasing equipment for testing on-farm. And what it is, is it's a 50-50 cost share, up to a maximum of $2,500 per farm business or location, depending if you're a sole proprietor or whatever it is. Um, so to qualify, producers must identify at least one load, regardless of how many there is total, of corn vomitoxin levels above that um, five parts per million level. So this is not going to be, like I said, this isn't going to solve the issue. There's a lot of issues that need to get worked out from every level of 
of the production but this is yeah something that is is good it's a way to ease a bit of pain um unfortunately it is capped at that $2,500 mark as mentioned but that's something to work with but we want to know what your thoughts are if there's anyone out there listening who um had these issues and had vomitoxin present um shoot us an email shoot us a direct message let us know um did you spray did you not spray um there was a couple reports that i read here that uh had proline and caramba as the fungicide at uh, pollination um, that was applied and the harvest levels had drastic differences um so the sprayed areas had about 0.3 parts per million present and the unapplied areas untreated had about 1.8 parts per million so getting really close to that two parts per million mark um and when you think about a hog feeder that two parts per million mark becomes very important um and that's at the level that basically um it gets negative for the pigs so yeah if there's anyone out there let us know um and we'd love to to get some feedback and see what your guys thoughts were thanks a lot